Hi, everyone, and welcome to Millennium Live, our digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. Today's episode features one of our advisory board members at the Millennium Alliance, Damian Slattery. He's the VP of Marketing at Fast Company, so you're sure to get the inside scoop on marketing innovation in this episode. He previously spent time at Sports Illustrated, Time, and Fortune, but we'll let him tell you the rest. Thank you for joining us. Can you share with our community and us a little bit more about yourself and your career and what you're doing at the moment? Well, Nick, thanks for having me, and I'm a huge fan of the Millennium Alliance, as you know. I have had a bit of a hybrid career, editorial, writing, storytelling at the forefront of that, whether it's screenwriting, documentary writing, years at Sports Illustrated on both the editorial and marketing side. And at a certain point in my career, I pivoted full-time to marketing, and I'm at the uh, great brand Fast Company right now leading the marketing team, working with leading brands from around the world to build smart client solutions for them so that they can engage and tell their story to our audience that is primarily leaders, uh, C-suite, innovators, creators, and makers of the future. Clearly, you know, from knowing you, you have a passion for marketing. Was there a certain point or experience that really triggered that passion and and the leap to full-time marketing? I have to say it probably is uh, in my DNA. My father was a British madman era ad man from England. His father was the general manager for North America for British Railways in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. He'd come over for a few years. And I Google my grandfather every now and then, and more and more material comes up. And he was kind of the chief spokesperson for British Rail during the war years. And I think my father's career in travel, he was a travel advertising expert, sprung from that. And earlier in my career, I I was uh, into the travel industry. I pivoted more to editorial and writing, but marketing is storytelling. And storytelling is marketing. So the two really converge. And you hear that at the the assemblies where uh, marketers are using all the new tools of data analytics, consumer journey to tell a story or to make experience a story, whether that experience is live in a store or uh, on a, a phone trying to make a purchase of a pair of sneakers or jewelry or what have you. So I don't know that there was a particular moment. I I was surrounded by media growing up. I still love to be a news junkie, a reader of uh, insightful storytelling. I I, I do still read. (laughs) (laughs) It's rare these days. It is. That is absolutely true. But you listen as well. I love to listen. Podcast, yeah. audio. We think voice is going to become more important, more and more important for both media mm-hmm. uh, entities and for consumers and for marketers of the whole range of products. It's uh, it's moving, uh, it's inching along in some places and moving more rapidly in others. But we think, and I don't just mean podcasts, but yep. I mean the the whole world of skills and and how audio and voice will help uh, with that uh, transformation that is in your title. Yep. Can you give us a bit of an insider perspective about Fast Company, what you guys are doing in 2019 and and looking ahead? Well, in the last uh, year or so, Nick, we've seen uh, tremendous uh, growth for our own business uh, in the live experience space. 
uh, conducting thoughtful uh, thought leadership forums for leading marketers, whether those are appended to an industry event or trade show or uh, standalone targeted to a specific market, geographic, or a sector. And with our great partner Gucci, we held the first ever Fast Company European Innovation Festival in Milan this past July. Uh, three days of thought leadership, uh, two days in Milan, a day in Florence. And it was a brilliant exploration that had nothing to do with fashion. We created this in partnership with Gucci to explore the dawn of superintelligence was the theme, and it was the meld of uh, machine and humanity and how behavior, how the insight that will come from artificial intelligence should be used correctly, and if used correctly, will make the consumer journeys, the engagements, the marketing, the events, all of it, a more seamless and productive and useful, impactful moment whatever the goal of that moment is. Fantastic. Three days in Milan must have been really rough. <laughs> and good food, no doubt. We're over halfway through 2019. Is there a certain trend that you have seen you know, in the industry at Fast Company that has a, had a huge impact on the transformation of brands so far this year? I think personalization continues to be a focus of our editorial. And I, I bring it together through one word, and that word is impact. Mm -hmm. So how are things like personalization, customization, digital transformation really making a difference and having an impact? That could be purpose-driven. Purpose could be uh, in the charitable, philanthropic realm, or more and more, and we've had different discussions here at the, the assembly in Miami, about uh, purpose being this through line of companies, their products, their services. So that kind of purpose-driven personalization, that can come from data, analytics, AI. I think that's a thing that will only accelerate more. It was the through line of our festival in Milan. Mm -hmm. We're uh, uh, hosting our own Fast Company annual um, innovation festival in New York in uh, a couple of months in early November. And the theme there is a connected world, which really brings together all these ideas of how greater connection, greater insight used wisely will enrich business, consumer, B2B, B2C. And I think that's uh, what um, many of the CMOs here at this particular assembly mm -hmm. are in search of, and many are leading the way already in, in, in doing it right. So speaking of con connections, what is the biggest opportunity for marketers and brands to connect with their with consumers? Well, they can call Damien Slattery at Fast Company <laughs> and I'll spin up a bespoke solution for them. That's one way. That's right? easy. But uh, we heard it in Steph Strack's keynote last night, yeah. a tremendous veteran of Nike and its digital transformation and now launching her own venture in a, in a couple of uh, months or so keeping the consumer forward through all the noise, through all the disruption that comes with transformation, whether that's internal or external, as long as uh, whether you're a financial or retail, uh, whether you're a tech or uh, an auto, keeping the consumer first is critical yeah. to success. And you see that more and more in smart storytelling and marketing, where you tell a story that might have an arc from darkness to light. You lead someone from a challenge to a solution, from a problem to a result. 
and we do that with our products and services, and we have to do it with our storytelling. And I think if marketers have that arc in mind, both as they build and strategize and as they message, they'll have greater success. So Fast Company is known for having their finger on the pulse of innovation. What technology has innovated the marketer and consumer relationship the most in the last couple of years? Well, I, I, would, I, I wish the editor-in-chief of Fast Company was here to really answer that one since the editors have their finger on the pulse in that regard. I would say from reading everything our editors put out or try to read everything they put out from the magazine to the web to, to our social media, that's a lot of reading. Um, but I think they would say that the master stroke that is needed right now is this ability to wrestle the data into real insight, right? And the tools that help marketers collect it and then curate it in an effective way. And you have many vendors here who can help many marketers mm -hmm. with those tools uh, and, and to be more effective and efficient. I think that's really going to be the uh, unlock the box that is this uh, massive data opportunity, as long as that consumer remains in the forefront. Fantastic. So switching gears to beautiful Miami, where we are today, been thrilled that you've been able to join us once again here at the Assembly. You've obviously been to a number of assemblies over the last few years. What would you say is your biggest takeaway at this particular gathering? In addition to seeing your wardrobe upgraded over the years, Nick, I would say... Uh, I see that one going. <laughs> I think the uh, Millennium Alliance has really uh, honed uh, and refined its strategy for keeping these events hyper peer-to-peer, -peer, real insights, whether you're sitting at a table having a meal, whether you're in a workshop, whether you're in a demo presentation, at a keynote, in some of the vendor one-on-ones that you uh, have that helps uh, keep the engine going. Everyone is learning from each other in a very high-touch, intimate way. And you can just feel it in the hallways. You can feel it in the conversations, in the handshakes, in the exchange of cards and contact information. And I think you've created this opportunity and this warm space for people to come and share off the record mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and that's what unlocks the, the ability to be more creative, to share strategy. And I, I, I'm so impressed by the way you've managed to accelerate the Millennium Alliance roster of events across all different sectors and spaces. So that's uh, kudos to you guys. Well, it's kudos to people like you. Yeah, we bring in the experts. You touched on something that I wanted to come back to. So last night you moderated a fantastic keynote with Stephanie Strack, and she really talked about, and you just touched on it, learning, always learning, you know, and I think that's definitely something that all the executives touch upon. And if you could just add a little bit from your own perspective, why it's so important to continue to learn, you know, sharing ideas like you were talking about. I'd say she said something uh, in our prep talk that she didn't reiterate exactly the way she said it when we were uh, uh, on the side having our conversation that I thought was so illuminating for young professionals or professionals at any stage of their career. She said when she was at Nike, she either voluntarily or was asked to move from this division to that division to this division to that division. And at, initially, she saw colleagues or peers who stayed in one silo rising faster in a job title way mm -hmm. than she did by virtue of bouncing and moving. But every stop was a new 
uh, opportunity to learn a new aspect, uh, a different aspect of the business, whether it was marketing, supply chain, product development, you name it. And so she developed this wider sense of expertise so that when the time came for her to lead this omni-channel transformation, if you will, she had the experience and the broader breadth of knowledge to do that as someone who has been on the editorial side, on the marketing side, on the creative writing side. I try to bring together all those learnings and tactics and strategies from one to the other, and they do apply. Mm -hmm. So hearing her talk about that in a, a corporate environment of uh, big Nike and living it in a more uh, freelance, creative journalism and copywriting and now client solutions role, it's very similar. And I, I would encourage my own kids uh, early in their careers to be open to learning from more uh, angles of a business so that your base of knowledge is much broader. So that was a really compelling piece of insight from her. We're lucky enough to, to be honored to have you as one of our advisory board members. What excites you most about being on the Millennium Alliance Advisory Board? Well, the interaction with the level of people that you bring to these events, Nick, is extraordinary. Uh, the diversity of industries represented, the diversity of experiences that those people have. It goes back to that step track point. Uh, you learn so much hearing from a fashion brand or from a food brand or a snowboard maker brand. The challenges are similar and the path to success can take many routes. And when you have people sharing that kind of insight, experience, and intelligence, the impact that you can absorb and, and take home, take back to the office, take back to your laptop, to your task at hand is invaluable, I think, to the people who come. And I see it, I feel it myself. I come here as a learner, mm -hmm. not just a participator, right? I come to, to absorb, uh, not just uh, pontificate. So I am incredibly appreciative of the growing relationship with Millennium Alliance and, and uh, your team and your colleagues. So I urge everyone to give it a look and give it a try. And, and I think you'll be surprised to see how the intimacy has such value. And for you know, executives, as you mentioned, from any industry, you know, technology, the academic partners, why do you think it's beneficial for people to participate in conversations like the one you know, that we put together? I think it allows you to uh, test drive some, some ideas with peers who aren't necessarily in your company. Mm -hmm. It allows you to learn from what others are doing, of course. But that quality of sharing, firsthand experience, Success and failure has that, that quality of ever always be learning. Yeah. In this world of upskilling, reskilling, uh, always upgrading, we, we need to do that with the software up here as much as uh, one that we put in our pocket or use our thumbs on or now our voice. So I think that is the magic recipe of the Millennium Alliance and your assemblies. So I want more of it, Nick. Invite me back, please. Putting on your crystal ball hat for a second, where do you see the marketing and consumer landscape in five years from now? 
uh, well, technologies are going to fuel, whether that's uh, 5G or voice or some other uh, fifth industrial revolution. <laughs> I think the World Economic Forum is on four, maybe five will be here before we know it. The ability to tap next generation insights is, and, and the willingness to share information, put aside safety and trust issues yep. for the moment, let's say we can get through that. The more we understand each other, the more we can value and appreciate each other, and the more that can unlock opportunities. So I think it's that getting over that hurdle, making sure trust, making sure safety and security are there. And I hope the innovators who are good at that catch up with the opportunity mm -hmm. so that uh, we're allowed to run free and, and succeed as marketers. So that's a very broad answer to that question. I don't have a crystal ball on a particular technology necessarily, but I think that kind of insight and understanding of each other, of groups done with trust and care can make good ideas, great products and services are truly successful. You always have fantastic insights in, um, at educating people. What is your number one tip for your fellow C-suite executives as we very quickly head towards 2020? Subscribe to Fast Company, <laughs> our uh, magazine, e-newsletters, our podcasts. Nick, of course, uh, thank you for this commercial opportunity. No, seriously, I think it's um, that ability to learn from others, yeah. to watch what others. Someone said uh, uh, earlier how much they can learn from someone's experience in a different sector. And I think we often spend too much time in our own Bubble. swim lane yeah. when in fact we can learn from others. I was just speaking to a gentleman in the hallway before coming to meet you and he's with the Florida Marlins and, mm -hmm. and uh, talking about sports, which is a great passion of mine and how much sports has become entertainment and how sports can learn from the entertainment world and the tangents off of entertainment to greater engage future fans, current fans, the live experience and the digital experience. And the history of, say, baseball, well, you don't really have that, right? You have games and you have box scores, but you don't have a community. You had fans that rallied around, yeah. but now with digital products, with all the things that live sports now compete with, they have to look. We all have to look at what other industries publishing. We have to be smarter about what we do. We have to think about voice. We have to think about live experience more and more. So I think I, I, I see that fertile feeding of cross-pollinating ideas amongst executives here. And I think wherever you can do that in whatever way, so I joke about, you know, subscribe to Fast Company, but it's reading about an executive's experience, yeah. a success or failure, uh, challenges and hurdles in one arena that can unlock an opportunity in another. And I think that's, that's just being ever curious. And there you have it, Nick. And that's a fantastic note. Damien, so thank you for all your support and thank you for joining us here in Miami. It's great thank to you, see Nick. you as always. Terrific, thanks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to listen and subscribe to our podcast exclusively on iTunes and SoundCloud to get the inside scoop from top execs in the world of digital transformation. Our next transformational CMO assembly takes place on April 7th and 8th, 2020 at the Omni Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Head on over to mill-all.com for more information.